Let's go from Jack's talk to Titans talk with a Titan. Buster Screen oh, joins us screen. now. Buster, how in the world are you doing? <laughs> My man. Doing great. Just got out of practice. Well, uh, oh, I, I got to ask you this. So you were the Titans pick you up, and you immediately go. You play uh, like 30% of the plays. Then last week you played every play on defense. Has the last couple of weeks just kind of been a whirlwind for you? Uh, not a whirlwind at all. Uh, it's my 11th year. So um, a free agency, I had got a concussion last year, and I told every team that called that, you know, if I came on the team, I wanted to play. And, uh, you know, practice squad is a big thing in the NFL nowadays. But um, <laughs> yeah. I've always started. I always play. I didn't want to do any team any uh, disservice by joining their team and not, you know, who would want to join a team and not play. So I appreciate the Titans for letting me play. Yeah, man, jumped right in and been playing well. Buster Screen, our guest here on Blaine and Mickey. Well, Buster, you know, it's your first time on the show. This is Blaine Bishop, former Titan. In. And I, I just wanted to ask you, like, what do you do on your free time? I know we can talk about all the football stuff we'll get into, but, like, you know, we're trying to get to know you, man, because I'm a big fan of yours. You played outside, inside, shorter guy, went to Chattanooga, proved everybody wrong, and, you know, did a heck of a job, which we all know that's really hard to do. Uh, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, backdrop, what do you do on your free time? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I got three kids, so if we talk about free time, there is no free time. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we're dads. We I know like that, it. Buster. Right. But um, just, you know, having three kids, uh, you guys are dads, too. You really, like, you work, and, like, when you work, I enjoy what I do. So once I go home, it's uh, maybe an hour on the iPad, and the rest is, you know, time to my kids, whenever they want to do. Mm. Man, Mike Vrabel gave you a compliment. He said this about other players, too, but it seemed like it was a little bit different with you and your professionalism when you got there and how quickly you picked up the scheme and your work ethic and how you went about it as a pro, not just on the football field, but also in the meeting room. So kind of take us through what was your mindset when you got here after being released by the 49ers? Well, I knew they had a couple guys hurt. Um when I joined the 49ers and when I came to the Titans, um, you know, I played for a while. So there are, right. I do think there are higher expectations for a guy that's played for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, my whole career, there's talented guys and then there's guys that are talented and, you know, true professionals. And I always said, you know, if I play and continue to play, I'd be a true professional, no matter, like, how much money I make, how many rewards I get. So um, that's just kind of my character, just always go full speed in practice, always do little things because – you know, I know it's panned out, and I had some good vets in front of me that showed me that along the way. Man, we're on with uh, Buster Screen uh, for the Tennessee Titans. Cornerback slash utility slot, do it all. Man, <laughs> were there a lot of people kind of questioning you because of your size coming out of, of college? Because everywhere you go, I saw you play with Revis. I go, uh-oh, oh, he played yeah. with Revis. And then you stacked up, and next thing you know, Revis is gone bye-bye. And you are now the starter. And we all know Revis is going to the Hall of Fame and everything else. But, hey, man, kind of take us through who you are and what makes you so competitive in believing in yourself. Um, so I went to University of Chattanooga. University of Chattanooga, I was the number one corner. So, you know, the number one corner always plays in the boundary in college because it's the easiest throw. Oh, that's what I played. Yeah. I ended up going to an all-star game, you know, my agent had a guy that did us a favor, Texas versus the nation, and they ended up putting me on Texas team, even though it was supposed to be all Texas cats. So I played well in that game, got drafted to Cleveland fifth round. When I played in Cleveland, I actually played corner, and uh, Kwan Williams, the nickel for San Fran, played nickel. So leaving Cleveland, 
this is the transition to nickel. So the Jets called me and they said, hey, we want you to be number two. We're going to sign Revis. And you know how business is. Two days later, they uh, picked up Antonio Camardi. So I got pushed to nickel, and that's like when the life of nickel started for me and people started saying, oh, he's a nickel back. It's like they forgot about my whole Cleveland career. Always, uh, I was always in the top three in passes defending. So it was fun to play corner again um, with the Titans. This past Sunday. Mm. Well, now, I, I know this is going to take you way back because you've been in the league a long time, and man, tip the cap to you. I only got the ten, and then health and everything else. But man, when you take us back to your your drafting, did you know you were going to get drafted? You said you went to the All Star games, but did you believe that that was going to happen, or did you think you was going to have to go down a free agent round, or do you even know the list of guys who went ahead of you, and you just keep saying, "Yep, I'm still playing. He's gone." <laughs> I, you know, I kind of. The list ahead of me, I did keep up with it for a while, but then uh-huh. you know how it is. Like you, now I'm lining up with people that are ten years younger than me. But um, yeah, in Chattanooga, after the also game, after the combine, I started working out with a lot of teams. So I knew I had a chance to get drafted. I didn't know, you know, when exactly I was gonna get drafted. But when I got my name called in the fifth round, I mean, more than happy, and uh, just to see my mom smile and all that other good stuff, yeah. you know, felt good. Uh, well, cool. We're on with uh, Buster Screen of the Tennessee Titans. Man, take us through that pick against the Jags. You read that like a book. You knew exactly yeah. what was coming. Mm-hmm. So I knew third and long, second and long, they like to run dig routes. We call it Razor here in uh, Tennessee. <laughs> and at that moment of the game, you know, you can look a guy in the eyes. You can just tell when he's rattled. So I knew, I knew Trevor was going to throw the dig no matter what. I seen who they had at number one. And uh, that was the route. That was the route. I mean, the, he was getting sacked all game, people picking balls off. So at that moment, I just know he wanted to get the ball in his hands, and uh, he threw the ball. Good thing he didn't throw anything else. See, that, that – yeah. <laughs> so you saying you went outside the scheme to make that play? Or was that part of that, that scheme that you have the dig route? All right, can I say it? It was definitely in the scheme. It was oh, in the okay. scheme like, uh, you know – Second and longer, third and longer, you should like uh, think there's going to be something behind the hook dropper. And at that moment, number two went outside, so I knew the dig was coming. Mm. Yeah. Man, I, I want to add to that real quick, though, because this is what I love about why guys play so long. How much of your football acumen really has helped you along the way and helped you beat other players out, whether it was first string, second string, or you know third string, wh- whatever it may be? And that's why a lot of players lose out. I would say, like, the the guys, as you know, the guys that are, like, football junkies in the playbook, those are the guys that, you know, stay in the league for a long time because mm-hmm. you can start slowing down. Do I think I'm slowing down? No, not at all. But the dudes, when they start slowing down, um, I would say, I'm not saying this guy's slowing down, but, like, Malcolm Jenkins is, you know, still making $8 million. I think Malcolm Jenkins is, like, 33 or 34. But he's such a smart player. He can play every position on the field. I mean, there's value in that and. You know, the biggest thing on the back end is just trusting that your guys are going to be in the right spot. So mm. I just, uh, you know, continue to study, continue to view, review, like, the little things that uh, you might forget, and it's all panned up. Buster, you sound like a guy named Blaine Bishop, who I sit with I every day. For, dude, I mean, man. you should see his face right now. You are <laughs> It's like you're preaching dude. to him. This is fantastic, Buster. Oh, man. Hey. Hey, I got to ask you, how does my next-door neighbor growing up, they called him Buster. It was not his name. So you're Daryl Frank Screen. How did you get mm-hmm. the name Buster? Oh, your name, Darryl. your real name is not Buster. <laughs> Mm-mm. It's, so Daryl Frank Screen Jr. 
Oh, yes, sir. And, uh, I'm from the South, and you know when you're in the South, you just get nicknames. Like my, They call my dad Butch. <laughs> they call me Daryl. They call his brother Pumpkin. So there's really, you know, no real reason why I got my name Buster. My grandma just started calling me Buster, and it just, you know, it stayed from elementary school all the way through the rest of my life. That's fantastic. Grandma nicknames, there's nothing like them. Buster Screen right. or Guest Zero on Blade and Mickey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's pretty cool. I had a nickname, but it 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 went away once I got to the pro. So <laughs> I'm probably glad. But anyway, that was Woody. But uh, I, only one more question, though. I guess, and I'm sure you've played against uh, the Steelers, but let's talk a little bit about what you see in you know Big Ben and, and how he looks today compared to maybe some of the other time. He's still really good, and man, it could be his last hurrah and everything else. But we all know. Those Hall of Fame players can pull some stuff out of the back pocket and show a performance like we've never seen before. So kind of take us through what you see with their team this year. All right, so this year Big Ben's getting the ball out of his hands quick. Um, he has the quickest release in the NFL, I think, time-wise right now. Mm. But when I played, when I used to play for the Browns uh, those four years, they would say, hey, man, be you know ready for him to extend the play because guys would hit him in the back, hit him right, in the leg. They'd right. just bounce right off of him. So I say with the biggest difference is, you know, for the D-line, get your hands up, you know, because they like throwing RPOs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, the plays, when they do have to play action or, like, extend the play, like, go for the ball. I mean, I, he's still a big target and uh, still a guy's hard to bring down. So they always told us, you know, going out to Big Ben, go for the ball because, you know, he has to protect the ball. Mm-hmm. There you go. Buster Screen. And what's his what's his first name? <laughs> Daryl. Daryl Junior. I want to meet Uncle Pumpkin. This is the guy that I want to meet. Buster. Uh, I, I, anybody named Pumpkin's got to be a good dude. Oh man. Uh, probably good with a grill too. Guy named Pumpkin. Like yeah, just show right, up Uncle and be Pumpkin. the life of the oh, party. Man, some, yeah, some meat on that grill, right? <laughs> hey, Buster. We know you're busy prepping for the Steelers. Appreciate Listen, you, man. Bro. Thank you so much. It was great getting to know you a little bit better. And and anytime you want to jump on the radio and talk about anything you want to talk about, come on down here with us. Appreciate yeah, you, man. Good luck, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. UTC's own Buster Screen. Dang, that was. Ooh, man, the, I love what I'm talking about. Look on your face. He's talking about prepping and watching film. Oh, I was watching you. Look I like just, a oh, I get so excited about there. that. Yeah, I yeah. do because I yeah I like I like playing with smart players. That dude is smart. Yeah, I, I can't be I can't be playing with no ding dongs. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, how about like I know the practice squad's a big thing right now, but I don't want to be on one. Yeah. Uh, if I go somewhere, I'm going to play. Hey, he was straight up on ours. Yeah, but gotta I appreciate be, it. I'll be, just don't. I'm just going to wait for the right opportunity. That's a lot of confidence because I think if I was still playing right now, I'd probably say yeah, yeah, y'all want to practice squad, but in my mind, I say okay. Sure, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be there very long. Right. He told him. Yeah, no, I, I can't do he that. He's doing the P squad. Wow. Uh, all right, we'll come back, wrap up this, <laughs> this hour next. I'm glad to make it.